What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Will Smith with Red and Bold. I'm your MTMV sports correspondent for your Super Bowl champion, Kansas City football Chiefs. Yo, what's up, everybody? How's it going? So, you know, we had the breaking news um, uh, yesterday. Uh, Travis Kelsey ended up signing uh, extension, the contract extension, I think it was four years, $57 million with $28 million guaranteed. Yeah, the Chiefs are doing their thing, man. Uh, Brett Veach, man, you got to give him credit for working things out. I remember the Chiefs only had, uh, it was uh, either $127 or $172 in the salary cap. I, I, might have, I got a number transposed on one of those. I know it was a hundred and something dollars that they had on the salary cap. But it just goes to show that you can uh, make things work, man. You can make things work. And I, and I know it helped that um, uh, Laurent Deverney Tardif, um, the guys that opted out, that actually gave the Chiefs some more money to work with um, to be able to do uh, Travis Kelsey's contract and, and, and they had some, some money to play with since they don't have to pay the full salary of the players that opted out. So um, that's huge for the Chiefs, man. Uh, the, offense is, the offense is just going to be so ridiculous. I don't think the Chiefs will ever have... You know, of course, we won't always have these pieces around Patrick Mahomes, but I think they'll always have decent enough pieces, <laughs> decent enough pieces um, that Patrick Mahomes can work with because he makes players around him better. Um, he doesn't need um, great athletes. Not that, because I always think back, man, when they say, "Oh, he has all these weapons. That's why he's doing so well." And to me, it's like, you know, you can have all the weapons you want, but if the quarterback can't get the ball to the player, if he's not an accurate passer or if he's not able to, you know, to buy time in the pocket or stand in the pocket or make make his reads, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter how good the rest of the other talent is if the quarterback isn't good. Um, Of course, it helps the quarterback out to have that talent, but he still got to give him the ball. And there's certain situations in games there are situations in games where that quarterback has to make decisions and he has to make them quickly or he has to make a play, and not every quarterback can do that. They act like you can throw any quarterback in Andy Reid's system and he can just win the Super Bowl. If that was the case, Andy Reid would have won the Super Bowl a long time ago. You know, he came close with Donovan McNabb, but I mean, he's had other quarterbacks that he has um, made look better, like Kevin Cobb, and um, I can't remember the other. You know, there are others. So he's had some some good QBs. He's had Michael Vick. He didn't make it even uh, close to the Super Bowl. Didn't make it to the NFC Championship. So, um, so Patrick Mahomes is special. You know what I'm saying? He's a special dude. Not every, I mean, a guy of his caliber, or should I say a quarterback of his caliber, only comes along, like they say, once in a generation quarterback. Maybe once every 40 years. A generation is 40 years, you know. So, um, yeah. And also what I want to talk about, man, is um, just how good and scary this offense is going to be. Um, yes, Damian Williams opted out. But I think what that is doing, that's going to help Clyde Edwards-Hilaire kind of um, the preseason that they are missing out on. I don't think it's going to affect him as much because now he's getting he's getting more carries. He's getting more um, 
the bulk of the plays at practice. He's getting the snaps. He's getting the snaps that he probably wouldn't have if Damian Williams had not have opted out. So now he's getting more snaps, more snaps at the starting position. So I think that's going to help him, even though the, um, there's not going to be a preseason. I mean, hopefully we'll have a full NFL season. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, I believe the season will start and hopefully it will finish. But I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't. We'll have to see how this whole COVID-19 thing goes. But at any rate, um, the offense is going to be scary. And um, let me tell you why. I think that, you know, um, I think Clyde will be on that level of um, a Kareem Hunt type guy. I think he's that type of guy. I think he can be even better than Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was a beast. You know what I'm saying? He was he was a beast and he was good and he was perfect for this offense. And I think Clyde fits this this offense perfectly that the Chiefs has. He can catch out the backfield. He can make guys miss. You know what I'm saying? He can he's a good enough runner to outrun some guys, you know. So I and then you have uh, underrated signing in Ricky Seals Jones. Ricky, hey, that's, I'm telling you, so he's a, the TE2, tight end number two, Ricky Seals-Jones. I'm telling you, I better watch out for that boy. When, when Andy Reid goes into those two tight end sets, you know, it's, I don't, I don't see how teams are going to stop um, the Chiefs. Um, I don't think we've ever been stopped. I think we could go 14 and two this season. Um, if we do lose, it may be to the Ravens, but we'll see. That's going to be a very good game, that Ravens game, because it'll be played in Baltimore this time. Uh, we have the Ravens number, like uh, Lamar Jackson has not beaten Mahomes yet. So that's going to be a good game. So I'm looking forward to that. But this offense is going to be very scary. So, you know, um, I was watching ESPN today, and they were talking how the Dallas Cowboys had the number one offense simply because they averaged the most yards. (laughs) And that's, to me, that's the dumbest thing to rate an offense and rank them according to yards per game because yards don't win you games. It's points that wins games. And so uh, Baltimore was the top scoring offense. The Chiefs actually had the fourth um, highest scoring offense at 28.2 points a game. But guess what? Guess where it mattered the most? The Chiefs were the number one scoring offense in the playoffs, in the postseason. You know what I'm saying? They they averaged 39 points a game in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? 39 points a game. Y'all let that sink in. The Chiefs averaged 39 points per game in the playoffs. And let me see uh, where the next closest team was. The closest team after that was San Francisco at 28 points. (laughs) So that's a whole 11 points more. And the Chiefs beat the 49ers by 11 points. 31 to 20. And so um, it's crazy, man. I think the offense is going to easily average... um, 35 points or more. I think the Chiefs will average 35 points or more this season. Yeah, I'm calling it. I'm calling it 35 points or more a game. The Chiefs will average. I'm telling you, they're going to put on some boys. 
and, and where they sleep at, man, they were talking like, you know, I hear people talking about the defense. Like, even last year, yo, defense was a lot better than the year before. So, <laughs> and then they, they, they showed up. I mean, in order to make a comeback, you have to make defensive stops. You can't make a comeback on an NFL team unless you stop the, the opposing team's offense a few times and allow your team to come back and score points. So, um, there were some times the defense would, would bend, but they didn't break. They didn't break. They would make plays when they need to make plays. The Honey Badger, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Tano Passion, Derek Nighty. You know what I'm saying? We got some ballers. And guess what? This defense is going to be even better this upcoming season with the signing of uh, Taco Charlton. Hey, y'all better not sleep on that signing. Do not sleep on Taco Charlton. I just spilled some water, y'all. I just uh, allow around all these electronic devices. Oh, no. But anyway, <laughs> that that's a good signing. The signing of, uh, you know, the drafting of rookie uh, Willie Gay Jr. He's going to be a baller, that linebacker position. And just imagine if he plays like Derrick Johnson, if he's that replacement we finally, you know, been looking for, that linebacker that, that just – gets to the ball, has a nose for the ball, intercepts the ball, and, and the dude is fast, runs like a 4-4 at the linebacker position. Oh, my goodness. My point being is that when you have a good defense, what that does is it keeps the opposing offense or it gets the opposing offense off of the field, and it gives your offense more opportunities. So I think the Chiefs are going to have more opportunities to score this year. I think they'll have more turnovers. I think they'll get more uh, three and outs. Um, and shorten the drives of the opposing offense or the opposing team. And so it's going to be more opportunities for the Chiefs to put up points. And I don't think Andy Reid's going to take his foot off the gas. You know what I'm saying? He may do it in the fourth quarter depending upon how much the Chiefs are winning by. But this offense is going to have more opportunities to put points on the board. And my, you best believe Mahomes and those boys are going to take advantage of it. I think they're going to have fun with it this year. Yeah, I think they're going to have fun. And I think they... They have such a good nucleus around them and they enjoy being around each other. The fact that guys are willing to take pay cuts and take a little less pay to keep this core unit together so they can win more championships speaks volumes to the type of team that we have in the Kansas City Chiefs. The type of players, the type of uh, character that these guys have because they could easily be like, no, I, I deserve more money. A lot of the guys that we have on offense or at the top of the game, um, top five, top ten players offensively, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey is, a, the, uh, to me, the best tight end in the league. You can argue he could be behind Kittle, but it's um it's a toss-up between those two. But he's a top tight end in the league that he gets results like a receiver, like a wide receiver. And then, yeah, Sammy Watkins, he took a pay cut, even though, you know, he's not always <clears> – <throat> He, he hasn't been healthy a full season. I love to see him healthy for a full season. And if we could have um, playoff Sammy Watkins for the regular season, oh my goodness. Because the first game of the year last, the first game of the season last year, Sammy Watkins balled out. And we didn't see that Sammy Watkins again for a while. Yeah, he made some catches and some plays here and there. But um, he showed out in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So I love that he, he shows up there. But I love to have him be more effective during the regular season though you have to respect them like you got to respect everybody on our offense you can't <laughs> you know Tyree Hill gets the most attention because speed kills right 
but you have to respect the Travis Kelsey in the middle. You have to respect Sammy Watkins on the other side. You have to respect McCole Hardman um, either coming down the seam on the sideline on a route, going deep with his speed. And now you got Clyde Edwards Hilaire coming in. You know what I'm saying? So that run game is going to be even more sustained. Um, we picked up DeAndre Washington. I think that's an underrated signing at, at the running back position. We still have Darwin Thompson, the young guy who runs hard. I love the way he runs. He runs physical and hard, you know. So we've, and check this, Daryl Williams is coming back from injury. And, yo, I believe if he had stayed healthy last season, you know, he'd have made some noise too. So we've got a good stable of running backs. We're deep at that position. And just offensively, I don't know what you're going to do with the Chiefs. I don't know what defenses are going to do. So that's why I say we're scary, man. We're very scary offense. I think we'll be the number one scoring offense this season. It could be between us and the Ravens again, um, depending upon how Tom Brady does. You know, we'll see how that goes. You got San Fran, though. Um, they're not, uh, you know, Garoppolo proved that he's not the passer that Mahomes is, of course. Though no one in the league, you know, is, is up there except for like you can throw Rodgers and Russell Wilson up there. Um, Deshaun Watts can make plays, but Patrick Mahomes is that special guy. And so that's why I believe in our team, man. When you have the QB, the quarterback that we have with his skill set, man, it's um, I, I never I'll never believe that we're out of a game even when we're down because we can score so quickly. I don't care how many points we may get behind, but I don't see us being behind a lot this season. I think we'll be out in front. And uh, especially on open drives, man, if we can get a uh, score on that opening drive and get teams down early, man, it's a done deal. Done dealer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, that's what I got, man. That's what I got for the, for the day. Um, Chiefs offense will be continue to be scary and probably be scary for years to come. So uh, the, the league is going to have to deal with us for some, some years, man. And it's a wonderful feeling that as a Chiefs fan, we all know what we've been through playoff-wise. You know, it was a long time before we won a playoff game. And, and Patrick Mahomes has gotten that monkey off of the Chiefs' back. It was a long time before we could beat the Steelers. I remember his first season starting. We finally beat the Steelers and beat the brakes off of them. Yeah, they came back a little bit. We had a sorry defense, but we still beat the brakes off of them. And so... The monkey off the back of winning the playoff game got that off our back made it to the AFC championship won a super bowl it's been 50 years so we got got all that off our back andy reed has that monkey off his back of not being able to win the big one now he's probably even more free i'm telling you in his play calling and the plays that he's writing up right now oh my goodness you know you know andy reed is coming up with some more plays and just expanding off of what he already has in the playbook so I'm excited about this coming season. I pray and hope that we make it through a full season. I pray that um, those that are infected with COVID-19 are healed. And I hope that we make it through this. But chill, y'all keep y'all faith. Keep faith in God. If you don't believe, hey, I'm urging you. You might want to change that uh, that thought process. You know what I'm saying? But um, I do. So I believe we'll make it through it. So. Um, but that's what I got, man. You know, Chiefs, I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready for the season to start. Um, I do want to let you guys know that this episode of Red and Bold is sponsored by Legacy AD. Um, Legacy AD is a faith-based cartoon and comic book, upcoming cartoon. And uh, the comic book is out. The first 
um, issue of the comic book as well as the study guide. It's about a detective in Atlanta who was chosen by God to uphold justice you know, and battle evil. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, the comic book is available at LegacyADCartoon.Squarespace.com. If you want to go ahead and order that and it'll get shipped out um, by Legacy AD. And thank you all for listening. I appreciate you guys, all of you who listen to my show. I appreciate you. Let's keep bigging up the Chiefs. Let's keep, you know, showing that Chiefs kingdom pride that we have and looking forward to the season. So y'all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Um, this is Will Smith with Red and Bold, your MTMB Sports Correspondent for your Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Football Chiefs. Be sure to like the MTMV Sports page on Facebook. Also follow us on Twitter, MTMV Sports Podcast Network. And uh, you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and all the, um, uh, basically all the streaming, you know, services that, that, that play podcasts. Holla at us, you know what I'm saying? Love you guys and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.